0: Have you ever been afraid? Really afraid? Maybe you experienced fear as you were waiting for the results from the medical test you had. Or perhaps you you had an accident and you weren't sure how you would come through it. Or perhaps there was an epic failure in your life and since then you lived with the fear that it could happen again. Or perhaps you experienced a rejection in a key relationship, you never want that to happen again. Or you've had a a significant trauma, and there's a lingering fear that you live with as a result. What are we to do with our deepest fears? That's what we're going to look at today, we're beginning our fifth week of our study called Teach Us to Pray. Here's our scripture passage for today. Acts chapter 4 verse 23 On their release, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. Now here's what had happened to the apostles Peter and John. They went up to the temple for prayer as they had always done. As they were entering the temple area, man crippled since his birth was begging for alms. This was a common sight for activity like this, since the religion of the Jewish people commanded the helping of those with such physical maladies. And when Peter and John stopped where the man was begging, instead of giving the man money because they just didn't have any, they said, In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And the man, well, he did just that. He rose up and began dancing and leaping and praising God. And you can imagine the commotion this would cause just outside the temple. A large crowd of people ran to see what was going on. And Peter, seeing the crowd, realized this was the great opportunity to tell the people about Jesus. So he preached a sermon going all the way back to the promises that God gave to Moses. It was a moving moment. And Peter ended his sermon by pressing them to consider Jesus as the Messiah sent by the Lord to them. Now this commotion and sermon did not go unnoticed. The Pharisees and religious leaders were not at all happy about this turn of events in the temple area. No doubt they figured with Jesus crucified, his movement would quickly die out. But they were wrong. Soon they had Peter and John arrested, taken into custody, and of course, by then, many that had heard the message had already turned to Jesus. The next day, Peter and John were forced to stand before the religious establishment of the Jewish people in Jerusalem. So imagine this scene. It was really very little different than the council Jesus stood before on the night in which he was betrayed. Now these two disciples have their lives hanging in the balance as well. Now the religious authorities wanted to know how these disciples could do what they had done. Under what authority? Now it really was a foolish question. They healed a man that had been lame, crippled for his whole life. Why did the leaders not simply rejoice as the people had done? How could they say anything critical of what they had done? Of course, they were protecting their power. They wanted nothing to do with Jesus or his disciples, and Peter and John stood firm. The leaders ultimately had to let them go because of the man that had been healed. Everybody knew about that, but not without threatening their lives. Yes, they tried to frighten them and told them not to speak about Jesus anymore. Of course, the religious leaders would not even speak the name of Jesus. The disciples, however, stood firm, pledging themselves to follow the Lord first. And it is just after the release of Peter and John that they gathered with the believers in Jerusalem. They told them the whole story and about the threats against them. Can you imagine the fear that the believers experienced? Would they too be arrested? Were their lives in danger? We naturally become afraid when presented with an existential threat. But the next words of Acts 4 share with us the antidote to fear. And when they heard it, they lifted their voices together to God. Yes, the antidote for their fears was prayer. Prayer pushes us to turn our focus away from ourselves and our fears to God. Of course, we can't control the circumstances of our lives... But the Lord can, and he already does. When we have our eyes on him, our perspective shifts away from the fear that grips us to the Father who loves us. A woman a few years back who had had a traumatic injury says that the person that rescued her simply told her not to look at her injury, but to turn her eyes to look at him. As a result, she didn't see how dramatic her injury was, but instead looked into his peaceful and compassionate eyes. This shift of focus kept her from despair and fear until the EMTs arrived. Afterward, she was grateful for the wise and loving counsel she received at this point of need. What if fear could be short-circuited by turning our attention to God? Of course... It can. And this is what prayer enables us to do. So that if there's something generating fear for you today, why not determine to look upon God in prayer and to seek his face and to find peace in him? Let's pray. Faithful and gracious Father, we look to you to feel secure in a world that often seems out of control Remind us of your steadfast love and the promises, your promises of mercy and peace. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.